Welcome to Hillside Dion. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome to another episode of Hillside Diane. I'm very excited for today's episode because today we have with us a true great. She's a phenomenal comedian slash actor slash writer. You'd recognize her from her lead role as Regan Wells in Rutherford Falls, where she starred alongside Ed Helms. Uh, also from her work as Bev in the hit series Reservation Dogs. Can't wait for season three. Uh, we're just super stoked to get into your hill today. Please welcome to the podcast, Janish Meeting. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for doing this. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. I have to admit, we're like a huge Rutherford Falls family, so I'm a little starstruck. You morning. are? That's I am. really, it's 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 rare to hear outside of Indian country. <laughs> really? No, not, yeah. out, okay, maybe not, out, but not outside of comedy country. I don't know. I, I, I sometimes, uh, you know, I ran into some comedy people the other day and they were like, we love, you know, Congrats on reservation dogs and and they were not native people in comedy. They were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, white white folks and they were like uh and we you know, I was like, "Thank you so much." And then we kept talking and and they were talking about something relative and I was like, "Yeah, I was on a Peacock show, you know, as a a a lead on a Peacock show called Rutherford Falls." And they were like, "Oh yeah, we haven't watched that." People <laughs> suck. <laughs> like cool yeah no nobody like, has peacock a thanks a listen it may also be that as a fellow peacocker from with girls five eva r.i.p on that platform we, we've been through the trenches together yeah listen peacock was making such good the the issue was not the show it the wasn't issue is tr well obviously because like you guys had 100 percent on rotten tomatoes like we loved our show i know it was doing great yeah the issue is that they should have just called it NBC streaming. Nobody I knows know. what Peacock is. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows how to access it. It was like the craziest launch. Anyway. Truly. Truly. Um, well, I loved it very much. How was working on it? Really? Fun? Oh, a dream. It, uh, yeah. it was such a dream. I feel like it like I could I could go on and on about this, but um, it was one of those. I, I was a writer on it as well. And right. uh, it was one of those rooms where we just like learned from some greats about how to write television and this was the first time that a lot of native people got an opportunity to learn how to write tv yeah. and um so it was a fantastic opportunity to learn from mike sure to learn from sierra teller ornellis who has written on so many different shows she's fantastic rumor has it uh, she truly rocks i have some friends with her on loot right now at, oh, yeah. who are who just like speak her i have never met her but i am a fan from afar She's so incredible. She's really, really like uh, such a pro and also like a humble pro, you know, and and has such a great perspective on the industry. And she's also bit experienced kind of like the old school system and and now the new streaming system and, and sees sort of the injustices and in what's happening and, you know, is very like um, just a huge advocate for Native people being able to to use television to tell our stories but anyway and then being able to perform with ed it, it was a gigantic like privilege and honor and michael I gray mean, eyes i mean yeah you guys had an incredible chemistry that whole cast had incredible chemistry it was so fun to watch such a testament to the Thanks. acting and also the writing what was it like writing on a show that you were starring in i can um, imagine that's a lot you know 
it i i i will say that as a person who has been doing comedy for over 20 years i have written for myself a lot so i've written right. for i've written like sketch characters for myself and you know so i i guess that part of it is um it wasn't that intimidating Right. Um, I had no idea that I was going to be cast in the show. Okay, I that's really... what I thought. So you no. were so you were staffed first. <laughs> yes, that's remarkable. That's so fun. So how did that come about? It well, I I was staffed. I was basically staffed at a time when I was like, I'm wrapping it up. I'm moving back to Oregon. Like I I, I came from New York City. I moved from New York City in 2016, and I had been do. I was a public school teacher in New York City, and and a comedian at night. And I, uh, I, I was basically like, well, after living in um, L.A. for a couple of years and trying to um, apply to all of these like diversity fellowships and script competitions, nothing was happening for me. And I was basically like, I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't afford this. <laughs> um, and I met Sierra uh, through another woman in comedy who uh introduced us and and then she was a guest on my podcast i invited her to be on my podcast and she was like we talked about rutherford falls this show that she had sold and that was in development and about to like you know the writer's room was about to start and she was like do you have a writing sample at the end of the podcast when we were yeah, yeah, yeah. we had wrapped she was like do you have a writing sample and i was like do i ever yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't be pa I'm past ready for this. Right. How prepared um, can you be yeah. when you've been here since 2016? That's yeah. Great. And I don't think that I was that good at like staffing. I don't think that like my sample was that good. I also don't think that like I, my meeting was I, I maybe I refuse to believe it. You're uh, you, you're people will a refuse icon. to believe this, but yes. I, I gotta <laughs> say, like it was my first time doing any of that. I had also recently signed with Three Arts, so I had management, and it was just like, um, it was just like like when I got staffed, I got staffed like the day before Thanksgiving in 2019. I got told that I was going to be part of the room uh, in 2020, and uh, so. When we got into the room, we it was so magical. There were wonderful native and non-native people. It was a very diverse room. Um, and um, we were all homies and buddies, and we quickly became friends and colleagues. And the, and the room was ran in such a way that was, like, very collaborative and yeah. very reliant on the native people to, like, you know, talk through these characters and... Um, and I st they started to do casting, and I, I was originally sort of planning on, because Sierra had mentioned, oh, yeah, I want you to be, like, Sally, or, like, audition for the role of Sally, who is one of the bullies. Um, Hilarious. And I was like, oh, that'd be great. Like, I, that is, like, my bread and butter. I love a little character <laughs> role, you know? Like, Be Bev on Reservation Dogs, like, that's yes. the kind of stuff that, like, I love to do just pop in for a quick joke here and there when i got the sides i read for regan and i was like wait a minute <laughs> this must be a mistake um <laughs> but it wasn't and yeah i went through the entire casting process and it sort of just panned out that like 
we needed a, a character. We needed an actor who could perform with Ed, who could riff with Ed, who could match Ed's energy um, because they're supposed to be childhood best friends, you know. And I happen to have a long history of like improv comedy and sketch comedy under my belt and um, just like, you know, his kind of comedy. Like I learned watching Ed Helms. Like, <laughs> so it was very sort of magical for me. And then right the the same week that we got ca- i got cast we got shut down for covid oh, and then we shit. didn't know that we were if we were going to have a show at all oh my god what a fucking trip it was wild it was basically like i had i on monday i had my second screen test with ed and I crashed my car. I totaled my car on no. the way to the screen test. I was fine. And, and there was no injured parties. But I, I accidentally hit water and I ran into the wall on the 134 oh going to God. Universal. I totaled my car. On Wednesday, our room got shut down for COVID. We all had to go home. And on Friday, Sierra was like, well, you got the role. <laughs> what a confusing. Nuts confusing set of emotions (laughs) truly and so we were one of the first rooms to come back on zoom yeah and we were also one of the first shows to come back during the pandemic yeah um and we you know we we wrote the entire season on zoom and we started production in september and i i don't feel like my experience has been in any way average at all i mean the fact that it was the first native sitcom alone, like necessit- necessitated tons of therapy for me. <laughs> um, the pressure was high. Oh man, I can't, I was like, how spectacular, how fun, but that also makes yeah. A lot there's of also sense. that yeah. you want to do it also, justice. Yeah, you you. There was a, 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 a truly like a massive amount of like pressure to like make sure that our people were like represented well and that you know I was making my people laugh. Like that is like the goal always my goal at the end of the day but it was so wonderful the way that our crew and our our writers and everybody pulled together in such a hard time and just like you know strapped on our masks and did whatever we had to do to make this show happen was like so inspiring and so motivating and just like the way that our industry can be if we like if we if we do it well if we invite it to the table if, if we do if we do it with love and we do it with appreciation and we're doing it for the art and and like for the community like this is like how it, I, I really saw like this is how it could feel oh, I have goosies I love it I, I I also hope you're soaking in the validation of the fact that you guys not only did it well you did it superbly uh the, the Thank you. critical acclaim this show received was so well deserved Every single article, as it should have been referenced, you specifically and how much you shown. So I hope that you Aww, have allowed so nice. yourself the time to be like, "Hey, I'm really good at this," and I and those fears were there, but I crushed it. So congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank um, you. We love seeing you in Reservation Dogs. I'm thrilled to hear that August mm-hmm. is August second. This August the third 2nd, season comes out. August second. Yeah. Thank God <laughs> we're we're in a little lull with this. Writer's strike of when content's coming. So I am always really when things uh when a couple made it for for the sake of the fans, um, yep. myself included. Uh when did you guys wrap? <laughs> uh 
uh, we wrapped production wrapped uh, in May. Oh, right so, under the wire. Right under the wire. Um, yeah, it was. You know, and it shoots out in Tulsa, so it's just like. Oh yeah. It was just the the last chunk of it. I, as a performer, you know, it was like, well, SAG doesn't doesn't have to. No, no, of course, doesn't yeah. have to strike, but. Also, part of my role on Reservation Dogs is like very reliant on improvisation. And they mm -hmm. like, you know, Sterling Harjo, the showrunner, and the, uh, the directors like really like that I can come in and sort of like riff as Bev. And they utilize that skill readily. And um, so I had to be like, hey, I can improvise. Good for you. Sorry. Good, um, really good for you. That's that's such a tough boundary to draw. Like it's so easy as a whole to say like everyone must do their due diligence, but then when you're on a show and you want it to do well and you know that that's what they want to use you for, to to do that is like so beneficial to the cause and really rad. Yeah, they were totally accepting of it. You know, yeah, it was as like, they should be, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, it, that's really cool, and I'm also glad that you guys are wrapped and that we're gonna get. <laughs> I selfishly that we're gonna get some new tv we're so excited it's gonna be great too what have you what have you been up to since have you been uh, now, i mean now things are a little crazy i've been picketing nice and i've been writing a movie hell that yeah i just like have been sitting that at my be, computer that you'll be starring in uh-huh well i mean if it gets if anything happens with it oh, that's great. the that's the goal that's the hope and yes. uh i'm i'm not like you know uh, who knows what the hell our industry is going to look like after this strike? My hope is that it will open up opportunities uh, for people from massively unrepresented, underrepresented communities. But uh, I don't know. You know, you never know. With these with these big shifts, usually they swing in favor of power. Um, but I am I'm hopeful. I'm I'm like. I have to maintain hope, you know? Yeah, I, I'm what else do we one. have? One hundred and ten percent. You know, there's been a lot of like we can't force people to have a certain amount of writers X, Y and Z. But in yep. doing so, what people don't realize is that if you're only going to have three writers on a show, your content's going to suffer, not just because of the lack of brains, but because of the lack of diversity that that will allow. You now only have three backgrounds. And as we know, statistically the top is mostly cis white men yeah and yep. and so i hope that those dummies that are arguing against it can um can see the benefits that will um once we win this strike the benefits yes that yes that is my hope too and i you know i hope that um losers like taylor sheridan who yeah. doesn't have any writers on his western soap opera um and doesn't know the name or appropriate title for his script coordinator um loser. i hope that he simply gets booted out of the wga i don't know i, I completely is that agree. too much to ask nope nope i agree i agree it's time to stop letting the bad ones make things we yeah. don't need you we don't need you there's we plenty of other you. talented people who Truly. are willing to do things uh and be uh, a kind. Uh, that is my person. one ask for the WGA. I will. I will strike with you. Great Hill. I am a member. <laughs> I will pick it. But in return, I'm going to need you to go ahead and sweep out the dust from under the <laughs> fucking 
the rug. Like get another these, great hill, another great hill. Get these turds out of here. It's time. It's time for a little spring cleaning of <laughs> yes. the writers' guild yes. and, and the industry as a whole. Yes, um, I love that. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about something significantly more important. Oh, massively important. And that is holidays. Would you please <laughs> tell us what your hill is? My hill is that I believe that every holiday, especially religious holidays of the Christian variety, <laughs> should be dress up holidays <laughs> like Halloween. Okay, so I assume based on this, you're a big Halloween head. <laughs> I actually like, I, I am, I love the, I love Halloween. I don't always dress up. But really? I, but I love <laughs> the concept of Halloween. I simply believe that it should be more widely encouraged that we dress up. Why are we dressing up on Halloween at all? I feel like the customs around Halloween are very strange. Very, very strange. It makes no sense to me, but also Christmas doesn't make any sense to me either. Christmas is scarier than Halloween to me. There's a creepy white man who breaks into your home, gives you presents, eats some snacks <laughs> and you know fucking tinkers around in your home and then leaves and he drives a magical sleigh uh led by reindeer <laughs> who's ever seen a reindeer i mean are they real <laughs> the, um, yeah. and like the nordic <laughs> yeah there's like he has like a factory of elves that he's enslaved yeah. that are like making all of these toys and <laughs> The lore is just so weird and intense and we have songs about it and like the whole sort of um, Christmas cinematic universe is truly so available for <laughs> dressing true. up. Also Easter. Easter. Okay, we're wait, already okay, wait. dressing so, up for Easter. So Christmas, mildly problematic and creepy, but would be made better if we all dress up. And what are we talking? Do we want us all dressing up like like Santa, should we all be dressing up? Like, what's the theme here? What are? Yeah, what are we- I mean, I feel like you know, for Halloween, we're dressed. We're it started like, ooh, we're spooky. We're we're yeah, yeah, yeah. we're ghosts and skeletons, and <laughs> you know, we're like creepy things. Slightly well, yeah. more on theme with Day of the yeah. Dead. <laughs> but all, yes, yes. But also for Christmas, why don't we dress up as? creepy elves like why don't we <laughs> so it should also be scary similar yes! to halloween <laughs> i mean isn't dressing Fun. up kind of terrifying anyway yeah, like- absolutely so i love this take it's not like we're looking to do like the cutesy hot girl mean girls halloween we're looking no! to have a straight up dia de las muertes yes. halloween where we are going like dead Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Or like a fucking creepy reindeer. Like what is the Nordic tradition where they dress up or is it German where they dress up in those terrifying costumes and they look like monsters? God, oh, what God. Is, it? is it the is it like the creepy like blackface tradition? No, it's okay, like the that, Swedish. It's on Atlanta this year. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look it up right now. Because okay. Yeah. Yeah. Please look it up. Swedish. Swedish. Is it like the guy who will come and take you if you're not good? Like it's like almost the opposite of Santa. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Krampus. 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 Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it is. Right. Yes. Or- Krampus is yes. Wait. 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 I do but- love that Krampus. Like yes. Similar to Santa, it's still like, hey, kids, be good. 
or else something will happen. But one of them is like positive reinforcement and the other is like, if you're not good. It's more like hell. It actually feels more in line with Christian values. It 100% does. I mean, what are we really saying to kids when we're like, you better be good or else Santa won't give you any presents. It's like, who the fuck is Santa? (laughs) You can't discipline me enough. Like, you're going to bring in some insane white man who like only gifts the good kids like what is up with that okay but you're willing but you're willing to look past it if we can all dress up like dead reindeer yes (laughs) krampus is half goat half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at christmas time i love it yeah so instead of it's like if we're if we're going with christian mentality it's like first testament God. Yeah. Spiteful truly, God. If we're going to celebrate Christianity, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it right. Krampus okay? is really the way to, let's be clear here. It's let's, way let's, more aligned. Let's with, go hard in the with paint. With those values. <laughs> with these creepy, creepy, let's like. threaten our children yes, and then let's dress yes. up to spook them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. We should be, and we should be having like creepy Christmas parades where it's just like macabre and like terrifying and there's like, you know, it's like that scene in A Christmas Story when they go on the big Christmas slide at the mall yes. and all of the elves are like, hey! Like, and it gets like a little haunted. Perfect. It's yes. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's my only favorite fun thing at Disneyland when they Nightmare when they Before do. Christmas is a perfect comp. Great. Like, this that's, is what, that's we what we're going for. It's time, so yes. it's time to imbue a little bit more Halloween spirit in yes. Christmas. And in doing so, the dress up. Will yes. will help will and, help save you know, us. Maybe the dressing up also includes like going door to door. Like, doesn't it seem like we we are already going door to door a lot in our holidays? Like Christmas, <laughs> we do we do have a caroling aspect. We do, you know? yes. So why don't we? encourage more of that but make it spooky i love that we're just turning christmas into another halloween and i'm here for it i'm here yeah, for it why not? and halloween if i am is the funnest one it's real fun and if i am going door to door i'd like some holiday treats for christmas as well because that's yes. a lot of work that's a lot of steps i need to keep my blood sugar up. that's right right okay i love that so that's christmas uh you said you you segued into easter Terrifying. Just to hit the big, just to hit the big Christian. What are we doing first. with Easter? What are we actually <laughs> doing here? We got a bunny. We got eggs. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, an animalistic bestiality fucking paradise of, you know on what? Easter, and I don't understand its point. I, I fully agree with you. I actually, I love any excuse to celebrate. So anytime there's like a day off or a holiday, I always have people over to like hang and somebody um oh my sister my sister's boyfriend who is so great this was his first easter he's jewish and he was like so what do the eggs mean and everyone looked at each other and everyone was like not a clue not a great question no one they at the party of any belief system and there was multiple could could name what the eggs were (laughs) tell you what they mean nothing yeah none of this means anything no he is risen it's about jesus christ (laughs) Coming back to life? Okay, okay. What is scarier? So, okay, so again, you think that we should focus on the macabre for Easter. Of course, we already are. (laughs) It's the resurrection of, you're so right. And so it's not just any dress up. It should be dressing like... Uh, An emaciated zombie Jesus. (laughs) And we still get to go door to door. I feel like this should be a holiday... I'll say this. Easter should be a, a another. It should be a zombie holiday. We should all be <laughs> dressing up as zombies. We should all like 
rise from the dead and like be like zombieing around the streets going door to door again if it must be eggs i guess make them candy eggs only like, why sure, are sure, we sure. we are why are we doing the eggs um but <laughs> Yeah, there's just so much opportunity to make it cool and make it fun. I feel like the only fun thing about Easter right now is if you have little kids, which I will never have, and you get to go hide eggs in the yard for them and make them run around and find them. And start loving it. That's hunt. that's eleven. That's eleven minutes of your time of, of your day. Dying. Would I love it more if everyone at the table was forced to do crafts dressed like haunted Jesus? Hundred <laughs> percent incredible i love that the take is also not like maybe we should reconsider some of these holidays it's like let's at the very least dress up <laughs> yeah i mean it's like you we could really we're already doing it i, I argue we're already fucking doing it okay yeah, people I mean, are dressing up as elves and santa we're already dressing up as giant rabbits yeah i mean look and you know with christmas with christmas and easter like christmas there's there's a lot of themed parties like there's plenty of like ugly yes. christmas sweater we've Tons, got like yes. you know like people love doing the elf thing or doing the santa thing with easter i would say there's not as much of like a fun dress code but like you know people do like the bonnets and the old yes. dresses and it's almost like Ugh. a time to go back in time and dress like a picture Ugh. of grandma and doilies truly um, <laughs> and so there's like some some and somebody dresses like an easter bunny but that brings yeah. me to i want to talk about some of the other holidays that we don't necessarily get dress up on. Do you think that this all should apply for, say, like Labor Day? Um, sure. Great. Let's all dress up as uh, Rosie the Riveter. Let's all dress up <laughs> as laborers, people who have done, you know, part of labor movements. Wonderful. So we're, Fourth, so of, Fourth of July is coming up. Dress up like an insane American. <laughs> that's way more fun than just red white and blue <laughs> yes dress okay, wait, up okay, as wait. white trash so yeah so if you're so if you're redoing uh fourth of july dress code we're thinking white trash we're thinking yep. so we just want to hit more close to home of like what america really is oh, now yeah. instead of just you know idolizing yeah. what we have been pretending it's been for <laughs> centuries i think all of these are opportunities to really make fun of what our culture has become beautiful okay so so if you get to dress up as someone on the fourth of july what are we going as you know my f i have a f uh, a friend and an old writing partner her name is lauren olson and she used to dress up for every halloween as a great pot potential fourth of july character she would just cobble together just some of her grubbiest clothes and carry around a basketball and wear like a trucker hat and she was fun uncle <laughs> <laughs> And if anything represents America, 100%. It's Fun Uncle. <laughs> fun Uncle is letting it ha all hang out. He's wearing old sneakers and, uh, you know, black uh, knee knee length socks, maybe some uh, <laughs> cut off shorts, uh, a, a, a tank top, you know, a muscle, Perfect. a muscle tee, but for flabby arms. He's got a trucker hat. He's carrying around it. a basketball, maybe a beer and a koozie, whatever. It's it's cost conscious. It's yep. recycled clothing. It really hits the theme hard. And I'm 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 here for it. I'm, yep. I'm here for and, the fun. And, you know, I will say it's another opportunity for women of a certain uh, 
variety to really hoe it up. <laughs> if you, you want to be, be sexy fun girls, uncle. Yeah, sexy fun <laughs> uncle. Or okay. just wear a bikini around. I, I don't would know. love if you're listening, please dress up as sexy fun uncle and send us your photos. <laughs> On the 4th of July, I now have to manically get this episode out so we can just, I just need one. I just need one sexy fun uncle or your interpretation of it. Yeah. And can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh, That's fantastic. I have a little game for you. I'm going to say the holiday and then I want you to help us fit uh, appropriate dress up themes for the day. Sound good? No problem. (laughs) Okay, great. So we got New Year's. Um, I think uh, New Year's, we all dress up as babies. Great. (laughs) So enough of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> enough of this enough of this like sparkly new year's energy it's time to redo what we're doing yes new year's baby or bust yeah new year we're we're babies with top hats we're we're baby new year and we're <laughs> we're starting anew i love this with all my heart um also do you think there should be like rules enforced like there's a dress code if you don't participate uh x y and z happens um for new year specifically uh, all um, of them Oh, for all of them? I don't know. I, I don't know if they're... I mean, right now, I'll say this. For Halloween, there's no rule that you... If you don't dress up, you, you know, nothing happens to you. But you right. are considered not fun. So. I was going to say, it's a, it's a bit of a dick move to arrive at yeah, a party yeah, undressed yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so same applies. Same applies here. You yes. won't necessarily be punished, but you might experience some social exile from your more fun friends. Yes, put on the diapers for New Year's, bitch, and get, <laughs> get to the party. You're not too cool for diapers. <laughs> if you don't come in with a diaper, you got to go home. That's it. You're bounced. You're, there's a dress code and it's diaper and top hat and you bounced. Uh, that's fantastic. Also, another one that's totally cost conscious, like you're not wearing that much, could be sexy. <laughs> exactly. Could be if very really, comfortable also. Could be so comfortable. Could The bathroom lines would be a breeze for those Truly. that dress up. I'm, I'm completely here for it. And we're also working to normalize the use of adult uh, diapers, you know, Depends. Yes, can have a you. moment finally. <laughs> Listen, I will say I uh, am about I'm having a baby uh, in September. Uh, My first you're, one. You're about to embark on the diaper. Uh, yes, life I am. For you and, and baby. Uh, yes, I sure am. And <laughs> my best friend is getting married two weeks after. So I've been trying to pick out bridesmaid dress that will look good with diaper. Tough, tough. <laughs> Tough. Tough. You're going to have to go peplum or like, you know, the, the cupcake. Oh, hundred percent. I found one that has like so many tears that I'm like, if you see the diaper through, you might just be like, could it be another day? I mean, everyone will know. Everyone knows that I'm going to be diapered up. I then was surprised with the fun fact. I was like, all right, my tits are already the size of globes at this point mm. in the pregnancy. So I've got to like really figure out what that's going to look like. Lactation can happen. So I was like, okay, so I also have to have Ooh. like had boob diapers yeah yeah boob diapers but then i found out this weekend that apparently some of these milk glands can enter your armpits and you can leak milk from your armpits that's disgusting <laughs> is that not why don't they tell you this before we get pregnant Everyone how did, the, how did we not know that i i don't know and also i was like oh my god 
I'm going to steal your thunder completely because I'm going to be like a fucking fembot shooting milk from my armpits oh. while you're doing <laughs> while you're trying to like say your gorgeous vows. Like yeah. maybe you should just cut me from the line. You're going to be like, s- s- like get your handkerchief out, like, Oh, like tearing up, wipe your nose and then pull your arm up and <laughs> yeah, dab, dab, dab under the percent going to be Molly Shannon super starring <laughs> the entire, yeah. the entire ceremony. <laughs> Um, so yes, needless to say, I am team. Let's normalize adult diapers. hundred percent. We're all going to have to wear them at some point. So true. So true. It's we're all heading there. Let's just be cool about it. Get used to them. Um, Get used to them on new year's. Yeah. And, and get used to just tagging me from the waist up (laughs) for the next next couple months. Um, great. Okay. Uh, where are we at on, Ooh, Thanksgiving's a roughie. Where are we at on Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I think I, we're already doing it. I'm yep. going to say we, we just simply need to change the tune. I will say this, let's dress up instead of, uh, instead of, uh, colonizers and Indians. Yep. Let's dress up as food items. Oh, there we go. Okay. I'm happy that this is, there's, there's a way to like, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. It's more about food than it is about giving Com- thanks. Completely and totally. I mean, Mike sure did a phenomenal episode of Thanksgiving stinks where he just gets into why it shouldn't be a holiday at all. But I think I would agree with you. The only, the only thing that I was able to argue, I was like, listen, uh, this is not a hill that I am going to, <laughs> to challenge you hard on, but, uh, was the idea that it's like family getting together and food. Right. So yeah. if like we really lean into that and away from everything else. Okay, here's a, here's another uh another pitch for dressing up. Okay. Dressing up as people in your family. Fun. <laughs> right? Listen, it's already famously a toxic family holiday. Totally. You're satirizing your own family yes, at yes, this holiday. Yes. Come and on. to get to pick, I also think it would be super fun, like you don't tell anyone, so it's like there's a good chance like seven of you are going as the same person. And yeah. is that person self-aware enough to know that they were going to be picked? Like, how does that <laughs> change dynamics in the family? Or, you know, some families, you know, like at Christmas times, you, you, some families are like, I get a gift for every single person oh. <laughs> in the family. And some families are like, well, we pick a name from yes, like you a could grab do bag. that. You could pick a name and you get stuck with whatever damn aunt or uncle or grandparent that you I love this very very much I really appreciate this it really makes it more about um internalizing the family and and (laughs) self-awareness at that I I can't wait for some like scathing Gen Z cousin to get me and just ruin me and they wear uh diapers and a bridesmaid dress (laughs) exactly Look, look, Taylor, I'm leaking just like you. <laughs> Please pass the stuffing. Oh, my armpit. Does anyone need a glass? leaking milk. <laughs> Listen, if they want to jazz it up, they can put booze in their pits. Like there's a way that they can, you know, they can make it more fun for themselves. They don't have to have like a camel back of fresh breast milk. <laughs> All right, we've done Fourth of July. Uh, where are we at? Oh, President's Day. Oh boy. Yeah. I guess the obvious would be dressing up as presidents. But I know. God, there's not enough pantaloons to go around. Uh, <laughs> there's not enough low ponytails that we can get down with. Maybe we uh, we could dress up as different um, different like Bill of Rights. Oh, Fun. my cat 
My I was going to say, this is the best that thing she, that has ever She wants happened. to add. She was like, I want to dress as the Bill of Rights, please. <laughs> Who is that kitty, by the way? We love a that's, podcast. Pet. That's Wilma. She loves a podcast. Hi, she Wilma. Loves, uh, Wilma, you're a star. <laughs> Wilma, you're an absolute star. She is an interdimensional being, so she appears randomly uh, out of as as the she ether. should that just yes. absolutely to make everyone's day better i was yep. getting sad thinking about president's day dress up and then she just appeared to be like don't worry <laughs> i know president's day although it should be a dress-up holiday it seems like one that's very very lame well especially um, if we're planning on like mocking i feel like there's a way that like i'm like how do we raise some self-awareness with president's day it's a i know it is a toughie maybe yeah i guess I feel like we just dress up as presidents, but we could also include the ca- the POTUS cabinet. You know, we could we could include like sure we could, <laughs> we could get some vice presidents in there. You know, it's um, also just occurring to me that for half the holidays that we dress up as, and as you pointed out, Halloween included, the dress up doesn't necessarily have to correspond with the history. No, so it could be time that if we're gonna take the day off anyway. That we convolute the message <laughs> and yes. we just pick our own thread of yep. what we want to dress up as. Like, it's like yeah. the Easter bunny has nothing to do with Jesus. What's our version of President's Day that we just sort of take it away from the president? <laughs> Truly. Like, well, we could dress up and we could dress up as rabbits and eat eggs on President's uh, uh, Day. So well, what we, what's the point? Okay, wait. So Easter has to change. We're dressing up like demonic, <laughs> but then President's Day becomes Easter in, in extra. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I think we have answers for President's Day. Okay, here's a fun one. Election Day. You think we could make Election Day a little more fun? Yes. Uh, election Day is a... Is Election Day a national holiday? Oh, you know what? No, it was on the list, but you don't get the day off. That's like been part of what's made it so problematic. Is that it do should you get, be a do day Do you off. get Halloween off? Is, I oh, don't think right. Halloween is a national no, holiday. No, Halloween isn't either, but we, we definitely respect it more, which is insane. Truly. Like, it's like we truly are like, go ahead and trick or treat. And then we're like, oh, you didn't vote at 5 a.m.? All right, here's my pitch. We merge Halloween with Election Day. Election Day, we also do dress up as whatever you are so that <laughs> at the polls, you have your co- your your cops costume contest. Great. You have little <laughs> performances in character. It draws a crowd. Perfect. It makes Election Day fun. I-, I think that's a great idea. I think there's so much tension on Election Day. They're always so scary, especially the last couple that if we can bring some joy into it, yes. give us something to do in line when you're yes. stuck in that long ass line, yes. having a, a reason to celebrate people bring out candy, yes. the, the joy. We just need that. We need to raise the energy. I think that would increase turnout. Like yes. Crazy. Yes. Maybe let's do um, instead of like spooky characters on election day, we dress up as celebrities. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we dress up as celebrities that should never be elected because we don't yeah. want to mix the we don't want to miss the we, thread. we dress up as problematic celebrities yes we dress up well i, I probably I, I would argue any celebrity True. <laughs> most True. celebrities aren't in politics and we should probably just say we're gonna yes. dress up as them because this doesn't apply yes. we're celebrating yes. that they won't be running our nation yes thank forward. god <laughs> wonderful <laughs> um okay and then i have one more for you uh that I, makes me laugh uh groundhog's day not a national holiday but like 
I guess, you know, I guess, you know, upon first pitch, we dress up as uh, a winter, winter theme or spring theme. Oh, okay. So, you know, we can do flowers and, you know, sort of a midsummer sort of uh, fun thing. Or we do uh, wintry you know, Jack Frost. Type. There's a fun winter versus summer game built in of like, you're basically guessing whether or not the groundhog is going to exactly. see a shadow or not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. you pick a team, you're aligned yeah. with that team and then one yeah. team wins. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, I mean, it definitely, definitely has more interaction might take the pressure off this poor groundhog. <laughs> I mean, the other Right, obvious answer is we dress up as groundhogs, and right I, to me that seems fun and funny. But but what does a groundhog even look like? Is it <laughs> a little beaver? I don't even I, know. I remember once a year on February second, and then forget again. <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog's Day is less about changing the weather and more about groundhog awareness. Everyone's like, yes. oh, that's what you are. Has groundhog anyone, representation? Yes. Has anyone ever seen one in the wild? Are they like reindeers? <laughs> are yeah, reindeers, exactly. are groundhogs real? Are they uh, real? Yeah, TV, hard TVD. <laughs> Listen, you're doing a fantastic job of dying on this hill. Are there any holidays that I'm missing that you feel like that we should really be focusing on, um, you know, get getting everything ready and dressed up for? Well, you know, we, we missed a crucial holiday that I feel um, that we should definitely uh, use this rule for, which is Valentine's Day. Oh, duh. <laughs> I mean, how fun is it to dress up as an ex? So fun. But of course, my brain went to diapers again. (laughs) (laughs) This is really my time to shine. This is we all are just as baby Cupid. (laughs) And and in fact, I want to take it back. New Year's baby Christmas, baby Jesus. Thanksgiving, a displaced baby looking for <laughs> looking for parents. Labor Day, the future laborers of America, baby. A, a, a child laborer, a baby laborer. Yes. Someone who works for Sheehan. <laughs> <laughs> President's Day, the future leaders, future leaders of America, babies. Or, uh, or presidents when they were a baby. Presidents, well, even better. To baby photos, Groundhog's Day, little baby groundhog. Um, <laughs> in absolutely in. Uh, but if not diapers, I also like your Valentine's Day. Dressing up like an ex is the only way to do it. Dressing up as your ex or partner swap. Fun. Uh, dress as your partner Fun. or you know, of like you said, baby Cupid. Partner swap similar to Thanksgiving could also get so passive aggressive. <laughs> Truly (laughs) like that. That's a real moment for self-reflection in terms. And also like, how does my partner see me? Or it could be dresses as as your crush. And it's a fun way to be like, who am I to reveal this it year for Valentine's Day? <laughs> That's a really fun reveal. Anything but- to take it out of the capitalistic candy-driven box chocolate bullshit that it yes, already is. Like, let's take- make it more meaningful. I listen. If someone showed up at my door, not with chocolates, but dressed as me. <laughs> Come on. Does anyone want anything more? The narcissist like- in all of us of is like, let's bound. <laughs> like- truly. It's such 
such a kindness. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. I'm now trying to think too, are there any like exes that I have with like iconic looks like that? It would just be like fun to dress up as. Oh my gosh. There's I have an be. ex who, uh, who, um, basically became, uh, late in after long after we broke up, became a white, yoga instructor but not yoga breath work <laughs> oh no and i was like oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're like i've uh, done reflect i've done some reflection on it <laughs> <laughs> what was i thinking oh and he's definitely something like at inner peace on instagram yeah and living in living in portland oregon yes, doing breath work doesn't classes. believe in medical intervention quote unquote yes completely <laughs> appropriating native oh, uh, culture while doing it and um you know and That's... probably regularly saying, well, I dated a native, so. I, I pray that he is. <laughs> oh, my little old heart. Um, great. I think dressing as him could could force him to take a real look in yes. the mirror here. I really and, and like therapeutic for me. Great. <laughs> Perfect. I really like that a lot of these pitches really just focus on uh, the human need for self-awareness on holidays, which I think yes. we could all use a little more of. <laughs> Yes. We sort of just blindly celebrate these things that we know in our hearts for the most part aren't intended to be part of our culture or aren't real, aren't based on any historical aren't real reality. and are quite frankly food based. Yes, are food and family based and yet and like and you know colonialism celebratory. Yes. Like all things that we've evolved past and now so let's let's look at look at each other in the eyes, acknowledge, yes. throw on those diapers. And have some cake with Graham. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Perfect. Um, Jana, you've done a fantastic job of dying on this hill. <laughs> How are you feeling? Do you have any any last words you'd like to share with us? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to start implementing some of these practices in my own life. So, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. And <laughs> I'm really, I really do believe that I need to start hosting parties that are, uh, thematic and dress up based so that the rest of culture can be influenced <laughs> for in the july way. is upon us sure is is this your time to shine uncle fun uncles fun uncles uh, <laughs> should we do it <laughs> I, listen i want to i would love nothing more than hot fun uncle fourth of july <laughs> I fun will... uncles and uh hoey cousins <laughs> <laughs> fun uncles and hoey cousins is the best like <laughs> like i feel like that's like already been do happening at southern schools for yes. years oh yeah 100%. Uh, that's and hot hoey cousins where we haven't yet figured out that we shouldn't be hooking up with our cousins yes um this is fantastic i love this very much i love that you're willing to take the lead i think big change comes from big leadership that's right and yeah. you know i'm 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 with i'm ready to follow i'm ready to follow I will, your I will lead bravely lead us into this new world and i will bravely follow and i hope all of you <laughs> listeners out there will strap on a diaper and join us <laughs> thank you so very much uh for doing this and with that are you ready for me to read you your eulogy yeah wonderful <clears throat> we've gathered here today to celebrate the life of janish meeting who tragically died on the hill of all holidays should be dress-up holidays 
Jana is survived by a number of wonderful projects, including Reservation Dogs Season 3, thankfully coming to us on August 2nd. Uh, you can follow Jana's legacy on Instagram and Twitter at Jana Unplugged. It's J-A-N-A-U-N-P-L-G-D. Jana, we are very grateful for your time here on this podcast and this earth. May you rest in peace. <laughs> Thank you. Do funerals count as holidays? Should we be dressing up for funerals? God, yes. Fuck yes. What better way to celebrate the passing of someone we love than, than to dress up as them yes. on their day of rest? Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Hills I Die On. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hills I Die On Podcast and on Twitter at Hills I Die On. Follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.